When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there. It's showtime. What is this, trick-or-treat? Did I do that? I'm Sailor Moon, the champion of justice. Daddy would have gotten us oozy. The power is yours. <laughs> My name is Grace Jones. Warming up the vocal cords. <laughs> With that, everybody, <laughs> welcome to the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. As always, I am your host, Radical Ryan Hunter, and I am joined by everyone's favorite brother, David. And it is our 50th episode of the Radical Retro Rewind Podcast. This is oh really exciting. This is really exciting. I'm very excited. I am so grateful to everybody that's listening, that has supported us. Obviously, you know, one of our besties, Jeanette, has been with us since the beginning. Just wanted to shout out to everybody. Honestly, it's really, it's just really exciting for me. It's, it's exciting to be part of something, you know, something that reaches people. So it's cool. Well, I'm excited too. We've reached 50 and you know what? We're probably pushing it with Thundercats, but main episode, this is the 50th. And we had to do something special because not only is it the week before Christmas, it's our 50th. And we have been doing holiday themed episodes this month. So what says Radical Retro Rewind more than the infamous Star Wars holiday special that aired only once? (laughs) Once was enough. 1978. (laughs) So before we get into that, David, you have been having a holiday... What would you say? A holiday festival? A a holiday conundrum. No. You know, keeping true to what I told you, and I think I even mentioned that I am going above and beyond this year. I I don't care about the Omnitrex variant is coming for me at this point. Is that how you pronounce it? No, I'm just kidding. Omnitrex is from Ben 10. It's Omnicron. But I just, I call everything, okay, I call Hobby Lobby Lottie Dottie, I call Omnicron, Omnitrex, or Optimus Prime, I just call things just an (laughs) <laughs> so this is where this is where it all stems from for me then because I, yes, I, but I know I'm doing it. Yeah, there's the difference. 
mine just comes out like, oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, that place, Lottie Dottie. My husband's like, you mean Hobby Lobby? I'm like, yeah, yeah, Hobby Lobby, Lottie Dottie, whatever. You know that place. You know that place. Anyway, so, yes, so I've been baking cookies. You know, a couple of weeks ago, we put up our tree. We made our we made pizza from scratch. Then, and then the following weekend, we did cookies and put up our Christmas lights, which, mm-mm. It's very no. difficult. So in our, so here <laughs> in the in the, the great Southwest, a lot of houses have stucco on them. And there's really no place to hang stuff except for maybe the overhang of the roof. Yes, okay. So they've come up with this ingenious idea, and people do it here. You use a hot glue gun, and you have little hooks, these little hook things that glue onto your stucco. And I guess it peels off afterwards. So I, my husband was out there hot glue gunning little plastic brackets and stuff to, to hang our lights. Did I mean, he bring an extension cord, I'm assuming, to get that cord? Yeah, yeah, we have, we have, we have all that stuff. Hot glue it, literally hot glue it to (laughs) to the stucco. stucco. (laughs) I've also seen a couple of snowmen (laughs) strapped to a cactus too, but you know, it is what it is. That's bondage. Listen, when when everybody else is freezing and black ice and this and that, I've got like seventy degrees or sixties, so I'm happy. So anyway. So the snowman the snowman needs to stay strapped to that cactus to stay hydrated, we'll just say. <laughs> this is the, this is the season of me trying to prevent them from destroying anything more than they already do, any collectibles, any glass ornaments. So the other day I hear so my brothers, you know, Ryan and my other brother Michael, they The send- infamous Michael. The yes, infamous the, uh, the, oh, Michael. we have stories, and I have the receipts. They bought us uh, personalized silver bells for our tree that, you know. So I hear the bells ringing because, and, and this is by, by the <laughs> no, way. Not the bells I hear the Saint hell's Mary. bells. No, not the bells of St. Mary ringing, and I see my littlest ringing the bell. They've already broken a bunch of ornaments, and I told them to stay away from my tree. I got like a mommy dearest. Stay away from that tree! No wire hangers ever! So I tell him, and he's ringing the bell, and I go, somebody, somebody. Somebody wants to be in trouble. And he goes, that's me. Ring, 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 ring. And he rings the bell. He, and then he does this wink, like he's winking. He's, um, he can't do the, he can't wink his eyes. So both eyes, he blinks and kind of winks. This is baby Matthew. This, this is, is David's youngest. Matthew. But you also have, this is my favorite. You also have, and, th- and there's a lot of families around this time. Elf on the shelf. Oh, that yes. might be familiar to a lot of families. Are, are- <laughs> <laughs> my God. David told me this off camera. And I, I, I just, I love it. I just wanted him to share it with everybody. So, Elf on the Shelf, their na- their elf's name is Roger. My kids named him. I don't know where Roger came from, but hey. So, we had just watched, they have a, a, a cartoon about this, and there's a family and whatever, and you can't touch the elf because he'll lose his powers, and he fell in the snow because he lost his magic trying to get back to the North Pole, and these elves had to help him, and he was in the hospital, literally, in the so hospital. So, the Elf on the Shelf thing is, David was saying to it, and I've heard this before, but it watches the kids the whole holiday season to let them behave. The whole thing is it loses its magic if the kids touch it. So it's a way for the parents to be able to pose it the night before. It's also a way to teach, believe it or not, the way I look at it, is it also teaches children self-control because they can't touch it. Yes. Okay. And honestly, some people put presents out ahead of time, especially if it's not from quote-unquote Santa. Maybe it's from grandma or dad or whatever. Some people put their presents out earlier than Christmas and some don't. So it's also to keep them from learning to not to touch something so anyway and he changes every night right roger goes he goes a different place he gets in, ours ours gets into trouble the last time he was he was drinking i mean it was we told it was soda but I don't, it wasn't soda 
he was drinking with the Irish Santa Clauses that are passed out underneath my tree. He was having he was having a little party. So Mariana decides that she's going to put touch him and put a necklace on him. So Mighty she did. Yeah, something like that. It looks like it. So he must have lost his magic because he hasn't been back in a couple of days. Oh. And um, I every time they say, where's Roger? I say, well, I think maybe Mariana killed him. <laughs> she wasn't. I said, you're not supposed to touch her. You saw the movie just the day before. She goes, it was an accident. I said, it was an accident. He wrapped jewelry around his neck. She was covering him in gold, David. You should be proud of her. I was telling David, <laughs> the movie says they're in the hospital. So I would love if he like took a picture and says, Mariana, I got a tech and show Roger under a blanket, maybe with a little like a string coming out of his arm saying he's on an IV drip. He's getting better, but I he needs so. you to promise. He needs you to promise not to touch him ever again and now matt and the other kids are like you what did you do to roger he's not coming back and i'm like i don't know what she did (laughs) (laughs) listen i have to have fun too But Marianne is not like she's not bothered by it, right? Like, I oh, she's it. a sassy little thing. The attitude at first, she was like, mm, like whatever. So what? I killed Roger. I killed the team dream. So what? But she's almost like maybe she thinks Roger was gonna come back, and she's just she, she was like, what do you want me to do about it? It's done. Like he's my dead. Kids, sometimes <laughs> my kids are very matter of fact. They they don't care. They're just like whatever. Anyway, like the bell ringing. It, that's me. Bling bling bling. Ringing the bell. I'll shut up now. So it so. Off the cuff, give yeah. me some of your your top three or to five best Christmas songs you love the most. Oh, honestly, oh my God, I love Amy Grant's Grown Up Christmas List. You, but right now, you hear Kelly Clarkson's version usually. See, I'm I'm sentimental. I also like Jessica Simpson's version of Mary. Did you know? Mm-hmm. But I'll say for whimsical Christmas songs like Happy, I guess Have a ho- Holly Jolly Christmas. Okay. Honestly, though, there is this freestyle CD that my partner Guy had from years ago and had Lil Susie and people like that on this. It's from the 90s. And some of them are original songs. And there's one that's called He's All I Want for Christmas. It's not Mariah Carey's. And (laughs) picture like I always say a freestyle singer is someone who... They all sound the same, basically, and they really don't have talent, right? We've always said that, right? They all kind of no, have, like, they a have talent. They have talent. Stop that. Lil How Susie dare. has talent. How I'll dare you? How dare you? But Lil Susie, she has a song, and she has, like, I, I think she's from New York, too, David. And in the beginning, she's talking to Santa. She's like, my Christmas list ain't very long. One thing to be exact. And if I get that guarantee, I'll never take him back. My Christmas list ain't very long, one gift to be exact. And if I get it guaranteed, I'll never take it back. I don't need no fancy car and I don't need no yacht. And diamonds just get lost under a tree. I can't believe I just remember that. It's all about asking Santa for a man. She don't want diamonds under the tree because they get lost. What kind of tree has she got that they their own diamonds under the tree? But this song is hysterical. The lyrics, that's just my little bonus one. But David, your song? I have so many. So I love Johnny Mathis. I love... Nat King Cole. Casey oh, Musgraves as a song. I like I liked her Christmas album. I like Santa Bring Me a Man. Bring me a man. No, That's uh, the girls. Jennifer Jennifer Nettles celebrate me home. I love. I love Christmas Eve in my hometown by Kate Smith. She's real. That's really old. I love Grown Up Christmas List from any 
bodies for a yeah, I could go yeah. on. Dear Santa, that's the one that's Bring Me a Man. Young Divas is, is the version I like. Oh, because there's one from the Weather Girls. Bring me a man for Christmas. Yeah, I like that one too. I have so many. Um, talk about 80s retro. Expose has a Christmas song called I Believe in Christmas Like It Used to Be. Like Actually, it used like, to I be. like that song. That's on like, my Spotify list too. Christmas um, Like It Used to Be. Yeah. Just all the classics. I mean, I like all the classics. Britney Spears, My Only Wish. Oh my God, My Only Wish. And Where Are You Christmas from Faith Hill. Obviously, Wham! Last Christmas. Anyway, I'll throw in It's Christmas Time from James Brown because it's sad. Oh my God. Do you remember when Patti LaBelle, when she had no backup singer, she's like, this Christmas, where's my backup singers? Every move year. the cards, move the cards. I don't know the song. I don't know the song. Oh my God. Look, Look up this. If anybody, Patti LaBelle, she was singing at like some sort of, was it a presidential Christmas thing yeah. or something like that? And she doesn't, the background singers didn't come in until five minutes into the song. Yeah, and she, and, and the, the person holding the cards kept, she's like, hurry up, move the card. Next one, next, next card, next card, girl, next card. Where's oh my, my God. And she's going, oh ooh, I'm just going. She's ad libbing. Yeah, that was that was the best. That was the best, best, best. And you see, like they pan to like whatever the naval, the soldiers, whoever. She's singing over the solo, trying not to try not to trying not to laugh. Look this up, Patty Labelle's Last Christmas. My world is filled with cheering you. Oh my God, this Christmas lights twinkle all around. Next card, honey. Next card. This Christmas? I don't know. So anyway. Yeah, right. It's this Christmas. Patty LaBelle this Christmas. (laughs) Let's let's go into this. I was gonna say, let's get into (laughs) this. Let's go into this. When I think of winter and I think of Christmas, I often think of Star Wars and the VHS tapes of the special edition that you bought me as a kid. You're welcome. <laughs> David actually bought me two different versions. Growing up, my older brothers love Star Wars. I was, I mean, I feel like I was indoctrinated into Star Wars since just always was around. I am still a huge Star Wars fan till today. But I used to watch VHS tapes that were recorded. David bought me, they were just regular editions at the time on VHS. And then they came out with the special editions in 1997. And then he bought those versions as well. That's when they added the scenes in. Famous George Lucas special editions. So always I think of Christmas time. I think of Empire Strikes Back, David Hoth. The winter scene with the wampa and snow creature and things like that. Plus the fact that this was a holiday special. <laughs> it, it aired only once, David. CBS, 8 p.m. I'm looking at the TV guide ad right now. An all-new holiday special. Luke Skywalker and Han Solo battle evil Imperial forces to help Chewbacca reach his family on the Wookiee planet in time for Life Day. 
their most important day of the year with special guest stars Beatrice Arthur, Art Carney, Diane Carroll, Jefferson Starship, and Harvey Corman. Where do we begin? I will say that we watched a copy on YouTube because George Lucas locked these all up and we you can't get these anywhere else. <laughs> That's what the TV guide says. Okay. That has nothing to do, honestly, with what we get. The cast of Star Wars is sprinkled throughout this hour and 37 minutes special. This and is not I feel an like about 40 minutes of it is just random. And they're not even the in random, voices. The, the random Wookiee family. No, they're not randos. They're, they're Chewbacca's it is, family. It is, though. So it it's is. Chewbacca's wife, Chewbacca's dad. Are you shocked, David, when it goes into Princess Leia, R2-D2, and introducing Chewbacca's wife, Mala, his son, Lumpy, and his father, Itchy. Yeah. <laughs> David, David, the first, I'll say, I'll give you the first 20 minutes is literally in Wookanese. I think that's what it's called. I want to say Wookanese. <laughs> Please forgive me if that's not the term. I think that sounds a little It's terrible, not Klingon, but... okay? It's not Klingon. No, it's not Klingon. But this is literally untranslated Wookiee screams, like David said, for 20, I'll say the first 20, 25 minutes. It's literally Chewbacca's wife, who I wrote, ooh, she's a big woman, yelling she's a at big the woman. sun. And the father yelling at this son, Lumpy. David, just tell me what you feel about this first 20 minutes. They're getting ready for life day and they're waiting for Chewbacca to So come the home. movie ultimately, the beginning is supposed to be setting up them as like a normal, whatever you want to say, family getting ready for their holiday, equivalent to Christmas, obviously. Right, life day. It, it certainly drags because there's no translation. There's no, you obviously see her cooking. You see her, the mom, Ma- Mala? Mala? You said, Mala. Right, Mala. screaming. You see, you see her instructing the little guy, the son, to do things like to dry the dishes and do different things, but. She also goes to check the secret video monitor in her in her turn of the century <laughs> entertainment center where she's got her hidden hidden communication system because of the, the They probably uh, thought this was so the state of the art too when they were filming. She it, got a right? hidden she's like it brings me back to bad bad teacher when she has the hidden panel with the with the drugs and stuff in the bottom of her desk. She has a hidden panel be in, in, in her mid century. So she's trying to find out when Chewbacca's coming back for life day which is their holiday which is their most special time christmas they tease you with a little star wars because it opens with chewbacca screaming to han solo that he needs to get home in for life day and harrison ford he is so unenthused in this whole thing he it's horrible like he's been tranquilized he's like we'll get you home chewy in time for life day and it looks like almost like it's cut from star wars maybe it's well, there was parts thing. that were okay yeah. there's so much going on in this movie so there's there's that part and honestly it's hard for me to remember the because timeline the per se because it, it was kind of all over the place so there's a part where can i just hit key points there's a part where mala princess leia and mala talk and this Princess Leia, if you notice, Carrie Fisher oh, looks like she's about to fall. If you watch it, she's 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 kind of trying to gracefully go around a console, like some kind of like like she must be in a ship or something. She looks she's like she's about to fall. Mala, it's so good to see you. Happy life day. She says it may be a happy life day for you, but personally, she's seen happier ones. I don't want to tire the channels. So could you do me a favor and send either Chewbacca or Han Solo to the screen, please? 
she says that she would like to grant your request, but is quite unable to do so. You mean they haven't arrived yet? She says there has been no contact. Yes, I think I understand her message. Did you notice, though, just Classy before you eyes. mentioned that, they have, like, cameos sprinkled in. So, you see C-3PO standing, and Princess Leia sitting at this desk. And David, I wrote, they're typing on the oldest-looking computer systems ever. It looked like a keyboard from, it I looked mean, like, a, it looked like, 1970. It looked like a Commodore 64. It really? And she's typing on this, oh, Chewbacca didn't come yet, and this is when she gets... And, and almost falls. <laughs> she's like she's like it's gonna snow for real here get me that blow (laughs) c3po better cut up those lines on this desk so carrie fisher said that she made george lucas give her a copy in exchange for recording commentary for the star wars trilogy so that she would have something for parties when she wanted everyone to leave my god and she had her classic cinnamon roll hair cinnamon buns again george lucas had nothing to do with this he's horrified after he watched this was made to keep star wars in the minds of people because the next year was going to be empire strikes back so keep in mind everyone just saw star wars that's the only thing they know about star wars and then this is the second thing you see that has to do with star wars so they're wearing their star wars costumes you love that it's like the cartoon like oh we gotta go we gotta go back into our original costumes princess leia's in her white outfit from the first luke skywalker changes into his tatooine robe han solo's in his han Solo. it's like okay help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope help me obi-wan you're my only so we get that everyone's contacting mom send percocets we get another let's just do it david we get another she calls luke skywalker who's working on a ship who has more makeup on than than a theatrical i i I don't know i don't even know did this man had more this man had he was like a cartoon over the top stage makeup like he was going to be one of the wooden soldiers in like a i I don't even know what to compare it to let's put it this way he has so much makeup on i don't know we'd make a drag queen look look make a make a drag queen look like they they don't have a stitch of makeup on. i I don't i don't even know his hair was extra golden too i've never seen mark listen i i had a crush on him when i was a kid him and the, the the guys from Dukes of Hazard, Bo and Luke Duke. I could see him fitting in with that air. This makeup was bad. It was like plastered on. So anyway, so he's working on the ship with C C three. No, R2 no, he's on with R two D two. Do you like when they close up on his screen? It almost looks like Mark Hamill doesn't even know what to do. It's he's not. Ha- he's, none the of tab- them. They were just like throw them in here and make them say a few lines. And of course, they're talking through a computer th- with Mala, who's <laughs> whatever she's doing. I've never heard Wookies talk like these Wookies that they have. I think all Wookiees are supposed to sound like Chewbacca. His father makes a call I can't even describe. The child makes a sound that was terrible listen i mean it is what it is obviously we chewbacca is very endearing i love chewbacca so i mean listen we're supposed to love his family the issue the issue from the beginning of this show was one nobody really everybody that's involved it's just like basically taking pieces of different things and throwing throwing it at the wall and seeing what sticks the other thing is is that you have as much as we love chewbacca you have a families that are that the main plot of this whole thing is this family chewbacca's family and you don't understand what they're saying for the whole time. And unlike, I'm sorry, the father's unlikable. The father's kind of grotesque looking. He has that mouth. Donnie makes that mouth. 
Our cousin makes that mouth and he goes, you know what I'm talking about? When he does that face when he thinks he's been fighting. With the he's got itchy, has this this mouth that kind of always goes and it's like it's a flap that, <laughs> that covers the rest of his face. So you have a shopkeeper who is friends. He's friends of the rebellion. His friends with Chewbacca's family and he comes to give them presents. So he We gives- also have a, a thing with him that he's at the store with the Imperial Death Star gunner comes and tries to shop in his store. And David, did you get the impression that that man wasn't even speaking it looked like they added that imperial officers lines in after because they never showed him speaking and it was only from behind it it was every time he spoke it was like i don't want that what is this shit and then he's trying to give mala the special instructions that chewbacca's coming home while the imperial person's there and he's like oh yes that package it's coming it wouldn't miss it excuse me got a wall screen custom Good to see you again. Don't say a word, madam. I know just why you're calling. You're wondering when that shaggy carpet you ordered will arrive at your home. Let me assure you, madam, it's on its way. You know, it was made especially for you by a little old woman four planets away. She did it all by herself. In fact, you might say she did it by hand. Solo. Though it's going to take some time to get to you. I know you understand. Understand, don't you? Terrific. By the way, uh, I'll be by later to drop off that extra photon energy pack. You're welcome. If I do it in pig Latin, will you understand? And Mala, every time that that woman smiled, they close up of and her lips, and she's always like, she looks like she's trying to smile. Like I would say it like a Lucy. Ooh, I almost feel trying bad to say for her smiling. because I feel like she's she recognizes that people don't understand what she's saying and she's uncomfortable with that. That's what I'm going it's with. It's fair that every time she said thank you in Wookiee, it went thank you like, like Scooby Doo. <laughs> so that was translated. I love you, Ruby. Just to get back to Mark Hamill before, so he's working on R two D two. And he says, hello, Chewbacca, because Mala has this light up frame of Chewbacca that she holds through the whole entire special. And he's like, Chewbacca, you got there because he sees like the face on the screen. And then he's like, wait, Mala, Chewbacca didn't get there yet? He gets very shocked and he comes to the screen because evidently they're working on an engine and this smoke comes out. And I wrote, the smoke that's in that scene is not from this engine officer. Well... All I can tell you is that uh, he and Han left here on schedule. If he's not there now, they're way overdue. There's something going on here with Mark Hamill, too. He looks a little shocked about the whole thing. Mala, Chewie's not there yet? <laughs> it was, but it's honestly, insane. throughout the whole thing, nobody, nobody seems concerned or interested in any way at all. Princess about, Leia got up. About Chewbacca, she almost fell to get up to Chewbacca talk to Mala. Or the whole situation. <laughs> She's there like, mm, he'll get there, whatever. You mean he's not there yet? Khan's my ex-boyfriend. I don't really care if he dies or not, really. Who cares? <laughs> Leia's like, did Chewie not get there with the package that he was supposed to deliver for me? <laughs> that Imperial package? <laughs> I mean, that that um, Rebel package? Uh, Mala, make sure he brings back my, my, my life, life day, day package. My life day loaf. My life day loaf. So, David... Random scene number three, four at this point. They put on a CGI circus show for the child <laughs> to watch. I'm terrified because there's like a Green Pipe Piper man. That, that Green Pipe Piper man reminds me of like... Terrifying. A, a crazy Billy Porter. <laughs> 
or something. I don't know what it was. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> like, looks like he's got like a long fake nose on, and he's in green tights, and he's got like a beaut. It's very strange. It's very, and they dance. It's very. It, it, it. The whole thing is, yeah. The it's it's a very bizarre, ran- totally random scene. It takes place in this whole Wookiee treehouse. The whole entire movie is in this thing, basically. So yes. we're just getting random TV segments. One of them is a CGI circus del- circus cell delay. What did he circus circus soleil? So, Cirque du Soleil. Just the Cirque du Soleil. That's Cirque Circus Delay. Circus Delay. <laughs> you know Circus Delay. <laughs> So that is one thing. So they try to amuse him. But then when they're not amusing the child, they're screaming at everything he does. He tries to take a cookie. She goes crazy. (laughs) The grandfather basically (laughs) hates the child. And then the man comes, gives them these gifts. And he understands Wookiee, evidently. He tells the grandfather, you're going to like this one. You're going to like it a lot. Now then, Itchy, I thought you might like this. One of those that, I don't say, well, it's... Kind of hard to explain. It's a, uh... Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> happy life day. I do mean happy life day. He makes him sit down on this reclining chair that has, uh, like a, like a... Like a, a, a hair salon chair. Yeah, but it's, 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 it's yeah, totally. It's, he wants him to go into the metaverse. <laughs> And he slips in this little whatever. Looks like almost Cartridge? like a, yeah, almost like a, I don't know what you want to say. But he slips it into the machine and then all of a sudden you hear, hello. You get a light show? Very 70s. This whole very, thing is very, very trippy, 70s. very trippy, very Xanadu, very yeah. like, and then you see, I am here. Like, what the hell does she even say? Like, she says, oh, Oh, I can see you're excited, and I'm your creation brought to life. I could feel your creation happening now. Basically, like he's hardening for her. Searching, searching. I am here. My voice is for you alone. I am found in your eyes only. I exist for you. I am in your mind as you create me. Oh, yes. I can feel my creation. (laughs) I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? Oh, oh, we are excited, aren't we? Well, just relax. Just relax. Yes. Now, we can have a good time. I'll tell you a secret. I find you adorable. I'll tell you a secret. I find you adorable. I find you adorable. I find you adorable. I don't need to ask how you find me. You see, I am your fantasy. I am your experience. I am so experience me. I am your pleasure. This is our moment together. This is our moment together in time. That we might turn this moment into an eternity. Yeah, it's very... She's like, ooh, ooh, because she's closing her eyes and she's like, I can see, I can hear your excitement for me. This moment is ours. Yeah. 
I'm in the uh, moment. I exist because you make me. This and is, I want to tell you I'm something. Fantasy. I, I think you're adorable. And he rewinds it. Adorable. 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 <laughs> in his mouth the whole time. So Wookiee's like, like, like human, humanoid women. And she's got like this, 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 this silver disco diva, Pretty. uh, share. Share outfit. Share yeah, a thousand percent a share headdress. The script actually reads: Sean presents Itchy the most X-rated piece of literature in the galaxy. As the direction in the script for this guy was it Art Carney from the Honeymooners? This is who was. Yeah. The song is really cool. This is Diane Carroll. Yeah, from Dynasty. I really like the song. It's about being a moment in time. What is it called? It ain't no Whitney use. It ain't no moment. In, it ain't no moment in time, Whitney. It's this more like a now. It's it's masturbat- masturbatorial material. I don't know. What it really, it's it's supposed to be an image created by virtual reality. The machine tells Chewbacca's father Itchy that she is his fantasy and suggestively invites him to experience her. <laughs> this So he experiences that. This is what children are watching when they're. We suppose he finished. This is the eighties, right? Nineteen seventy-eight. Oh, so it's the seventies. Star Wars, and the, in the summer, right before, and this is December, and you're waiting for. Something Maybe they were trying to keep Star the dads Wars. involved. I wonder if it, I wonder if any dads any dads rubbed one out after. <laughs> That's cute. another random segment. Let wait, wait, just... wait. Then you have Nala, who's trying to cook dinner. Who the 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 woman who is what's his name from? Oh God! It's Harvey Corman provides Who's, three yeah, skits he, in this he movie. Comes as he's 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 like a alien a chef named Gormanda. Gormanda. Well, whatever it is, it's it's bizarre, and she's trying to make dinner. And the funny part is, is that is it a robot, David? I couldn't figure out if it's a robot. This is like I rem- This whole <laughs> segment reminds me about my husband who thinks that. Every time he comes up with an idea from TikTok or HelloFresh or something that I'm supposed to know, like, oh, why don't you just make it? You could throw this together. You mean the 17 different ingredients? Oh, you mean virgin cumin that nuns had to pray over on a Tuesday under a full moonlight? That to I'm find, to ma- right, Am I going to pick that up? Am I picking that up someplace, really? I wonder if Walmart has it. Or maybe... <laughs> Maybe Dalatre, or maybe it's Target will have it, or or who knows? Maybe um, Trader Twice Joe's will have fruit. it. Like you know, so this is this is this is the equivalent. She's trying to make this food, and this thing is like stir, mix, slap, turn, mix, whip, whip stir. Let's try it again together at an increased tempo because precision is very important in this recipe, and we do want to have a fine consistency, don't we? Uh, so, and on the count of one, stir, whip, stir, whip. Whip, whip, stir. Stir, whip, stir. Whip, 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 stir. Come on, faster all together now. Cooking can be fun. Stir, whip, stir. Whip, 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 stir. Stir, whip, stir. Whip, 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 stir. Wah! Having fun, having fun. All right? It was a rump. It was some kind of alien. It was supposed to be a holiday meal. This this is another video she inserts, and she's trying to stir it. The creature has four arms, and it's fold, stir, fold, slap, stir, twist, turn. This you have to do this, or it won't come. Pop it, twist <laughs> it, pull it. Man, that looks easy. Have it. Sure, it looks easy. Pop it. Bam! 
but it's not. Did you like this too? The whole time it's eating everything. It's oh, the whole time it's just eating and going. Oh, this is delicious. And That's add some me. more. And then add some more of this. That's as me. Eating. If you eat while if you eat while you're cooking, you don't even actually have to eat the dinner. This is you when you have a when you're ho- when you're when you're hosting a lot of people. You just snack as you go. Mala picked up the whole pot and drank from it. So she's like. So a big part yes. of this is the stormtroopers come to investigate because they hear rebels. And for some reason, every time the, the Empire makes a announcement, evidently they control TV because it, it projects mm-hmm. in the, the Wookiee's household. So they come looking for rebel spies. There's supposed to be a Wookiee adult there, a male that's not there. It's Chewbacca. So for the rest of the movie, these the Imperials kind of stay at the house. They... They waiting watch, for the male Jefferson starship to uh, a per concert machine where Jefferson starship performs a song for them randomly and then now this is where it gets even like <laughs> even more bizarre so that you have these random messages from the empire and then yes, all of a sudden they're yes. like they're talking about the I don't even remember the, the how they even address it they're talking about like the one with with Beatrice Arthur B Arthur what was the I announcement was they a made soap opera. The following live broadcast is recommended by the Imperial Council in the belief that your commitment to remain upstanding citizens will be reinforced. It is required viewing for all members of the Imperial forces. Time now for Life on Tatooine, brought to viewers everywhere in the hope that our own lives may be uplifted by the comparison and enriched with the gratitude of relief. This transmission is unrehearsed and unedited and is hereby begun without further comment as to its lack of moral value. It was like a public service announcement. This is what you're not supposed to be like <laughs> yeah. or something. It's like, this is your brain on drugs. You know, any questions? It didn't make any sense. It's like, now we're going to go. They're literally watching. We're going to yeah, watch Days of watching. Our Lives, which is, is already in progress. So that was my question to you, David. Is that happening? Were they with the Wookiees and the Empire? It's literally, watch that thing in the Wookiee household. Not that any of this movie makes sense. And then David's right. It cuts from the announcement to be Arthur in the cantina at most eyes. I I feel like it's showing, they're supposed to be showing people the, that you shouldn't be drinking or partying. Like it's like the effects of, or this is what rebels do. I don't know. It was just really strange. So uh, B, B. Arthur is is the is the owner or the tavern keeper. Yeah, B. Arthur is the cantina. I guess we'll say owner at this point. Yeah. Literally drops us down into an alien trying to court her because he thought that she she told him only come back. I'll be waiting for you as a patron. But meanwhile, she says this to everybody. But he's holding on to her words. Let me say this to our power. listeners: Come back. I'll be waiting for you. Yes! Like be In the new year. You'll be waiting. We'll be waiting for you. That's right. This message is for you. I can wait forever to hear it again. Because I know... Come back soon. I'll be waiting. He's in love with her. He's got a hole in his head. He drinks from his head. And this is also... What's his name again? God. Harvey Corman. He's playing his third role in this movie. You know, you have the, the, the band. The Cantina Band. David, did you... This was literally... They took all the extra costumes from the cantina scene, and Makes in the, in broad daylight, I would say they look the cheapest I've ever. It looked like a ripoff Star Wars characters, but then I just realized it was just the cantina alien costumes in a lighter setting. You could see how cheap they look. Instead of Jabba the Hutt, it was Pizza the Hut. <laughs> I just spit on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> We give you acrobats and spit on the floor. We give you Circus delay, according to Ryan, and spitting on the floor. Oh my god. 
Excuse me. So B. Arthur gets the alert at the same time as this guy's trying to get with her. And she's like, oh, you heard every you heard it, boys. Cause only all the aliens in there is evidently only men. They're shutting us down. We gotta close. Due to increased activity among subversive forces, we are placing a curfew on the entire Tatooine system effective immediately. All inhabitants will return to their homes at once. This order will remain in effect until further notice. Gentlemen, I guess you didn't hear what I said. The Empire has closed us down. The aliens, who evidently she's so good to on a daily basis, she lends money to some of them. They ain't listening to her. She's like, that's it. We're closed in B. Arthur fashion. This is it. You gotta go. They're shutting us down. The aliens aren't listening. She's going around. She's like, at one point, she goes to Greedo, who's not Greedo anymore, who's... <laughs> And she's like, you too. I don't even know. Lumpy. No, it's not even you too. So she's going around to all these aliens. They're not paying her any mind. We find out that they won't leave until they dance and she sings for them. She, so she went to the Rusty Anchor. Yeah. She went a la to the Golden Rusty Girls. Anchor, and she literally, she goes, okay, one more round. She goes around making everyone get drunk. And then she sings a song about, it's called Goodnight but not goodbye. Each one, they do a conga line with her. Each one wants to take turns dancing with her, including Panda Baba, who is the, the one that got his arm cut off by Obi-Wan Kenobi in the cantina. But he's back, and he's never deadly. Guess back. who's... <laughs> Panda Baba's back. All right. AKA known as Walrus Man. That's Panda Baba, everybody. And I guess his arm came back after that cantina mishap. I love this, David. I actually, I think this is one of the highlights of the movie. The acting was really good in this scene. She's <laughs> like, come on, come on. I'm good to you. I even lent you money. You, why? All right, one for the road. And she's singing like her one for the baby, one more for the road song. And she sings it to the cantina band song. The, the dun, dun, dun. It's like a slow version of that. You're such a dear friend. You know I'm here, friend. Is that a dear friend? In your eye. Now it's good night, friend. What? Good night, friend. Good night, but not. And she's hugging and kissing on these aliens. But then it cuts that the Wookiee family and the Empire were watching this from their home. They're looking for Chewbacca. They're destroying the kids' room. They're torturing this poor Wookiee family waiting. And they just kind of make themselves at home. They, they never leave. They're using their computer system. They're like, oh, these Wookiees have good Wi-Fi. We'll stay here. Evidently. And then they scream at the child at one point. So he puts on a headphones and he watches a Star Wars cartoon, which actually this is one of another highlight of the episodes i would say because it kind of is esque star wars and this is the first appearance david of bounty hunter boba fett before his empire strikes back scene so he plays a character in this that they think is a friend As a matter of fact he keeps saying that he's a friend and c3po says that r2d2 says not everyone who says friend is one or something like that follow me friend don't you think it might be imprudent to trust him so quickly sir He's our only chance. And besides, he seems like a friend. Indeed. Friend is merely a term that is often misused. Did R2 say that? Words to that effect. 
C-3PO's like, Mm-mm, my gaydar is going off. <laughs> oh, Boba Fett. <laughs> so that cartoon's cool. Again, the actors voice their characters, but they do it in a bored ass. But he has to hide it from the, yeah. the troops because they're going to see him watching this cartoon. It's just, it's bizarre. It's not, it doesn't make sense. No, because he's are watching Are they censoring the cartoon or is it because it's showing them as good guys? It, just the whole, the whole thing is a bit bizarre. <laughs> to say the least. So follow that up with, there's another scene with the kid watching a instructional video again with Harvey Carmen playing a, a robot that breaks down while he's... Every few seconds, it's like stops and has to start up again. Who thought that, like, who wrote this and's like, this is Star Wars? This is quality. This is quality. Video segment. This of- is little umbrellas and drinks. Now about that, that's classy. That's so class. We get that again. So we come to, I guess, oh, wait, let me just make sure that I didn't miss any of uh, any of the scenes in this movie. Mm. The kid does something to make it like he calls the he calls the troops to leave. Like the, he he messes with the Yeah, like, I don't like know an, how that happens. Some sort of a system and he mimics them saying it's time to move on to the next house. They leave one troop there. And dun da da we see Chewbacca and he throws the one troop over the railing of the, the tree. House. Yeah, this, uh, and uh, you see Han Solo. And, and Han Solo, as unenthused that Harrison Ford is, he does hug up that whole family and he goes, I really love you guys. <laughs> like, he's, getting so, he's getting so big. Lumpy is, I didn't even know you had a family, Chewbacca. <laughs> and then he goes, so at one point, I don't know who tells him, oh, maybe it was Luke. He's like, smile, Mala. And she does that. And crooked like I'm smiling so beautifully with my lips and teeth. Maybe stop being mean. Maybe she has Bell's palsy. So Han leaves for some reason to let them have the life day celebration, right? And then in the next moment, (laughs) this is where Chewbacca and the family go to their cabinets, grab random balls that are just part of their decorations, and they. They got them at Hobby Lobby. (laughs) Lottie Dottie. Lottie Dottie. They walk off camera into a background of a star, and they're wearing red robes, and all these Wookiees are walking into a giant- (laughs) Handmaid's Tale. That's what I was like, whoa, the red robes. They're walking into a It's an Illuminati celebration. (laughs) The Illuminati. I'd say. They walk into a ball of light, and then when we enter the ball of light, there is C-3PO, R2-D2, and a bunch of Wookiees in red robes for life day and then princess leia comes out they woke her up they sent her out luke's back again in his robe he was in an x-wing thing and han solo's there so why didn't they just all go to life day celebration together but i digress carrie fisher says princess leia says that something about this is why we joined together with the tree of life and i suppose that they're in back of a tree is that what that's supposed to be a tree it looked like a cave to me but i'm supposing that's the tree of life that they're at This holiday is yours, but we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. So Wookiees go into a room with a lot of Christmas lights on the floor, red robes with balls, 
This is when Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia, sings the s- lyrics to the Star Wars song, evidently, which is the Tree of Life song. It, it is cool. Give us, give us some, give us some, give us some. We celebrate a day of peace, a day of harmony. Life Day tune, and it's put to the tune of the Star Wars main themes by John Williams. <laughs> you are a Wookiee, come take a looky. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, Carrie gives a heart, a heart-filled performance. She didn't of sound the half bad. No, you know, Not she's one of those people that actually she's known for doing these like, cabaret performances with her mother at back in the day. And Aww. did you see? Doesn't she, Billy Lord, look more and more like her mother? Like, do you see Billy Lord now from American Horror Story when when you see a, a young mm-hmm. Carrie Fisher? Yeah, I can see it. I they kind of all resemblance. have that kind of like deadpan kind of <laughs> performances. I would say, you know, she keeps going. She's like, and life, and love, and it's getting like the strings of the. Of the theme song it's really building up and she's like ah oh. the close-ups of luke smiling and han looking harrison ford probably saying what am i doing here what is this this is star wars this Listen, is star he, wars he married callista flockhart that's true so don't be talking about unenthused to me oh my god <laughs> that's <laughs> true <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a great point. The end life day celebration, David. What what do you say about this? Again, it aired only once. George Lucas was horrified. It, it should only air once. Every copy should be burned. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Every copy should be burned. You know what would be really funny? In new Star Wars movies, they should put this on a screen someplace oh in the gosh. background. Well, up until last year, this was kind of out of canon, as they say Disney, you know, did away with it when they bought it. But they did a Lego Disney Star Wars special, and they made it that the Life Day is the official celebration. So Life Day is the official Listen, Star Listen, the Wars. whole premise of it is really, really beautiful. Like the whole Life Day thing. And, you know, the one thing that... Ha- did the one thing throughout this whole movie, the only thing that had continuity for the whole franchise of Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> is the melancholiness of it at times. Yeah. The, the potential of some hope and this power struggle between this very powerful and the camaraderie of a small band of, of heroes joining together. Always this melancholy thing about Star Wars. There and is actually. That's why yes. it feels to us probably because we are slightly like that, I guess. I mean, yeah, hell, right. you did a whole sh- you did a whole series on murdering people in a camp all summer. <laughs> <laughs> so for life for dreams for Star Wars. That's the end of Carrie Fisher for life. I would have I would have hummed a few, but I don't remember the. Da 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 da. That's all I have to say. I think she just like life for love for joy for a paycheck.
Hello. <laughs> I love Carrie Fisher. Give actually. me some cocaine. Give me some cocaine. I listened to her, da, da, da. Um, her books on tape when she was alive. She did her audio You also book. saw B. Arthur's one woman show. And she honestly did. David. Yeah, I was with the a broken only... arm. Yeah, she broke her foot. She broke her oh, foot. Bro- broke her foot. She fell oh, off the stage. Yeah, I was like 13 years old. I was the only 13 year old there. Mm, Mom and dad gay. bought me the ticket and waited outside for me. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what they discussed. It was just literally B. Arthur singing. So what you got was here. You got this. <laughs> but God rest her. God rest. Oh, I, I love the Golden Girls. I loved B. Arthur. I love Carrie, Fi- God, the, Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. I loved too. Carrie Fisher. She was. Did you see the? You saw the special she was on. We yeah, her it, one woman special that she did. And she talked about a lot of things. Her father, and... her mother, her father marrying all these women. She had a great sense of humor about herself and all of her issues with drugs and things like that. Do it honestly, when we joke about it too, it's never to make fun of somebody who has any kind of a problem or whatever. I mean, listen, within the context of watching a children's special... <laughs> with someone completely coked out of their mind. I love when you said you she know. couldn't give it. It's true. She had to guide herself around that that star cruiser. <laughs> Let me get to see three PO. I can only I could reach the screen and see three PO over there. I gotta hold on to them. <laughs> but, do you think she thought it was real when she when she, <laughs> she's like looks over? Oh my god! Oh my god! Do we have time? Oh my god! I have to tell you a story quick. Yeah, so tell years us. Years ago, years ago, I went to oh. a rave. You know this story. I went to a rave with my at the time best friend and bandmate sarah right yeah and she um <laughs> we're 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 like everyone is on special k was like ketamine so special k we were not because it's like a horse tranquilizer we didn't do that some people were on yeah that's what it is right it's like a, <laughs> I, was, I was i, never, I was never i, I was cereal. never the only special k i had was the the kellogg cereal and i'm looking at these people and they're like frozen like looking and i'm like and it was in no like they like they just sit there or they rock or they stare and i'm like i was making fun of them in my mind i'm like these freaking idiots are taking what would you want something that makes you like paralyzed almost looking so anyway so this was in a a paintball big big paintball thing that had like military stuff it was like really cool like Like inside if you were were to do like paint like a like a, a helicopter you could go in and like little towers and if you're in like a battlefield kind of a thing super cool they were smart to, you know, make some extra money when they're closed or whatever. So I'm starting to feel a little funny. Like we had some drinks, you know, we, I've never been a huge drinker, just casual. So we had some drinks and I'm starting to feel a little funny. And she's like, oh yeah, I put something in your drink. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't, you didn't know that? No, I knew, I didn't, I, I knew She was dosed something. me with, with, I, with, I, but which probably was acid, I would imagine. I Wait, it gets worse. It, it gets drink, better. Though. It gets worse and better. I can't it gets worse she and put better. It in your drink. Oh, I just roofied you. (laughs) This is the same girl who did so many drugs on Thanksgiving. She was going to call the manufacturer of a personal massager to tell them how grateful she was. So, yeah. Anyway, she was star the Star Wars Christmas special. This was the anyway. Star- she wrote the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> she probably she was actually talented, but so I start seeing things, and I for the, the whole place turned into the Ewok Village in my mind. I thought I was in the Ewok Village, <laughs> like I knew I wasn't, but at the same time I was. There were sandbags and stuff, and I was like, that looks like an Ewok, and the and the <laughs> like the vines look like the Ewok Village, like the. And you had the Ewok Village as a kid, right? <laughs> so. Like- so let's fast forward where I'm trying to drink water and this and that. I'm like thinking in my mind, I'm going to flush this out of my system. This Bia did this to me. That's what my calls. My husband calls a bitch is a Bia. This Bia. 
We go outside because the place is closed. It's like five o'clock in the morning, six, whatever it is. And I go, we have to get home. And I Ewoks are throwing us out. (laughs) I've always been this very logical person. So like, and I'm like, mind over matter. I can do this. And she's like, the the sidewalk's melting. I said, oh, hell no. I'm driving. (gasps) So I get in the car. This is not an endorsement to drive under any circumstances, drugs or drinking, because I am totally against it. This was like, what, 20 years ago? More than that. This was the 90s. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. You don't condone drinking and driving. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. I didn't didn't personally do it. I would have never. I've always been the type of person, if I'm going to go someplace and social drink, I'll have one. Well, you were roofied. Let me just tell you. I was roofied. I was. I go, I'm going to fix this beer. I drove her car, which is a stick. I drove it in like second gear. Most of the time, grinded her gears on purpose. But I was still a little feeling the effects of this thing. So... We go home, and then I'm feeling the effects. I'm trying to take a shower, trying to drink things, try to calm it. I ended up putting on, she had this skull, because we were in a goth band and stuff. I ended up putting on, like, a puppet show, like, it was Skeletor, like, his head, in a doorway, like, upside down in a doorway, doing this. This is what I did. I did a puppet show. So puppetry runs in the family? It does. So I did it with the skull, and then she had, like, a mannequin head that she put stuff on, so I was making them talk, and... Skeletor wanted to be with her and this and that. So that had nothing to do with Christmas. You were transported to... But but this would have been part of this special if I had been been involved. Because that's what I contribute. This special is just as twisted and bizarre as this circumstance. That is what Carrie Fisher experienced. So we know what Carrie Fisher experienced. when she Let's just say she had to have some work done on that car. Did she mess with me? Honestly, good for you. You don't do that to a friend. You don't do that. If you want to choose to partake in something, that's horrendous. What if I had a horrible... I mean, listen. What if you died? What if you had a heart attack? What, or yeah, whatever. It's not even that. It's like it's not. It's not. It's not cool. You don't do that. No. And she thought it was a big joke. You're tra- you're transported to the, the Ewok village. Just close your eyes and say. Well, I needed it's Carrie Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Fisher to start singing. All of a sudden, Carrie Fisher showed up at the at, at the paintball shop. It's like, are you trapped here too with Wicket? <laughs> <laughs> I so haven't been able to get out in twenty years. Oh 50, my god! Fifty episodes. If that doesn't say fiftieth celebration, the whole this whole show and that's and that story alone, that is a radical retro story from David. So radical ones, holy crap! We reached fifty episodes. It wouldn't be without viewers like you, friends and listeners. It means so much to us. 50 episodes. Next week is Christmas. This is the end of the year for us. We will return in January with all new episodes, including Big Trouble in Little China this January with David, one of his favorites. Merry Christmas to everybody here. Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Life Day. Happy Life Life Day. Oh my God. The winter solstice, whatever you're celebrating. And if you're not celebrating, happy getting some days off if they give you days off at your job. You know, (laughs) hey, Merry Christmas. And for those who celebrate, you know, religiously, obviously... Merry Christmas, the birth of Christ, things of that nature, because I never want to alienate anybody. And never, yeah. I just want to say, I do hope everybody has a great Christmas, has a great holiday season. And even if you're not a celebrate, you're not, you don't celebrate it. I like the fact that most of the time this is supposed to bring out the better in people, yes. you know, when the wrapping is all torn off and every present is whatever, you know, some people don't have enough to eat and some people don't have food and some people live very well. 
I've been very blessed to have, despite losing my job because of COVID and, and different situations, I've been blessed with a lot of things at home and children and things like that. I always look at that kind of stuff. I just hope that people can just be a little bit nicer to each other. We're at a very volatile time right now in, in the world and in, in, in our country. I just hope people, I'm guilty of it too. I'm the type of person, I don't back down from a fight. If someone's going to insult me, even if it's online, I, I typically try to take the other, you know, turn the other cheek, but, I, but I'm not going to let you say horrible things or insult me in certain degree. So I do push back, but I'm learning more that I get off more of social media. And, and no, Honestly, I, yeah. I try not to engage with people because, you know, maybe they're hurting or maybe they have problems or they just, but anyway, kinder, gentler, peace. Think before you speak. You know, there's a lot of people we lost, a lot of people along the way. Uh, you know, my hope, my prayer, I always say my hope and my prayer every year I say that, is that we have a better world, the people are a little bit nicer to one another, that we respect one another, and uh, work towards a common goal, which is, you know, just literally love and respect and, and caring about your fellow man and, and putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. Amen. If you ever did want to reach out to us, you could reach David at Universal Appeal 2020, all one word on Instagram, and the Radical Retro Rewind podcast, one word on Instagram, or also on YouTube. Thank you again for this amazing year, everybody. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. May the Force be with you. And we will see you on the other end next year, 2022, David. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.